the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. It's a beautiful day out there. We hit 80 degrees, I think, for the first time this year. Uh, That's good. Uh, But it's also something that could cause us some concern because the truth is when it gets hot out, uh, crime goes up in Columbus and we have a lot of crime in Columbus, but I don't want to sit here to start the show today and present the typical view that um, violence is escalating, uh, that order is uh, diminishing, and that hope is a hard thing to find because I am heartened today uh, by the fact that tomorrow night, uh, there will be something take place in our city uh, that is uh, desperately, desperately, desperately needed. And it is an event organized by uh, a gentleman that I have spoken with several times that I have great admiration for. Uh, his name is Pastor Mark Hampton. And Mark is a guy who is uh, not just a pastor, but someone who is led by his relationship with Christ to do things that I believe uh, are badly needed, not just in our city, but in our state and in our country. Um, So it's interesting to me that as I get details on a murder that happened in Columbus on March the 28th and the approaching holding of this event, uh, that Pastor Mark is going to host tomorrow night. One, the murder, underscores the uh, extreme need for the other, which will be a summit, a meeting, a service, however you want to call it, of anyone who wants to attend. Youth of our city hopefully will be heavily, heavily represented. 7 o'clock tomorrow night, Hope City House of Prayer, 3330 El Paso Drive. Pastor Mark will lead it, but he's got a lot of speakers coming in. He's got a lot of authentic faith leaders coming in, not the woke pastors that you hear from all the time in the dispatch, the ones who fly the LGBTQ flag out in front of the church, the ones that put forward the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, I, I'm i choosing my words carefully because I— I do not want to bathe Pastor Mark's event in my utter disdain for people who, from the outside, have the, quote, same job, same profession, same vocation, same calling, and yet are spokespeople for the enemy. Mark Hampton is not that. Mark will join the show tomorrow, and we will talk about this summit. But uh, as he outlined it to me uh, a couple of months ago when we first spoke about it, 
he talked about the need for hope to be presented to young black people in our city. I did a check of the uh, murder numbers today in the city of Columbus. And we're way ahead of last year's murder pace, by the way. Um, And overwhelmingly, the number of people who are murdered in Columbus are black males under the age of 30. They are not the predominant population in the city. The city is largely a city with many more white people than black people. A fair amount of Hispanic presence, Somali presence too, but there's no way that given the portion of the population that is black under age 30, that the number of murder victims should be as high as it is among black people under the age of 30. Just this month, 22-year-old black male, 25-year-old black male, 27-year-old black male. In March, black men age 23, 23, 22, 21, 25, 27, all murdered. February, black men age 30, 20, 20, 26, 30, 22. You get the message. Okay. One of them, Tobias Cunningham, 23 years old, died after a pickup basketball game at the eSporta Fitness Center, which is on Hilliard Rome Road, an area that is not among the top 50 places in the city where I would expect something like this to take place. He's playing pickup basketball on March the 28th, quarter to nine, and something happened in the game. A young black man by the name of, why can't I find his first name? His last name is Bush. 19-year-old, man, this is a, um, uh, here it is, Tavion Amir Bush. The city uh, homicide detectives and Columbus police are looking for him now because after two weeks-ish of investigations, they've determined that he basically lost a pickup basketball game to Tobias Cunningham and Tobias Cunningham's team, and the two argued on the court, and Tavion Bush pulled out a gun and murdered Tobias Cunningham. When we are at a place in our city where a pickup basketball game precipitates a murder, it underscores the need for an event that will be, as I said, taking place tomorrow night at the Hope City House of Prayer. Uh, Mark Hampton is um, a guy who understands that there's a lot of lies out there, a lot of uh, false hope that's not hope at all, a lot of militancy, a lot of error, a lot of ideas that feed poison into the minds of not just young black people, but young people. Uh, Mark and I, in one of our conversations, he talked about the damage that has been done to young people by the fact that our marriages disintegrate at an alarming rate, the family, the influence of fathers in the home is not near what it used to be, should be, needs to be. 
So I cannot give a higher endorsement to an event than I give to the uh, Verge We Summit. That's what they're calling it. And um, we'll have Mark on the show tomorrow to talk about it. And the reason why this is needed is because we are at a point in our country where the bias, the hostility, the endorsed hatred of Christianity and of the truth of God is at an all-time high, and it's escalating from there. Uh, Fox News Digital spoke to the Family Research Council, which tracks violence against churches. And they found that so far in 2023, we are on track to log the highest number of church vandalism incidents in the six years that the Family Research Council has tracked these things. The first three months of the year, first quarter of the year, 69 acts of hostility against churches in 29 states, including 53 acts of vandalism, 10 arsons, three gun-related incidents, three bomb threats, and two other incidents, including assault. This was before the school shooting in Nashville. Okay? So that's three times the number of hostile acts toward churches that the Family Research Council recorded in the first quarter of last year. As for an explanation, uh, Ariel Del Turco of the Family Research Council said, as secularism increases, people understand religion less and less, and they have less and less respect for religion than they might have had decades ago. Boy, do we ever see that. We have uh, an administration in Washington that recently looked at a slam-dunk case of vandalism on a Catholic church in the state of Washington. They had the perpetrator on tape, walking inside, vandalizing the church, spray-painting graffiti, desecrating a statue of the Virgin Mary, assaulting a church worker. They got it all on tape. Department of Justice investigated. What did they recommend? Zero jail time. Zero. <laughs> so if you doubt that this is going on, uh, your head is buried in the sand. If you feel like you are safe where you are, I'm in the suburbs, this won't touch me, uh, I will tell you in the next segment about two very violent robberies that took place in Dublin because it is a fallacy to think that this astronomical murder rate among young black men and women in the city of Columbus and Hispanic people too, it is a fallacy to think, well, that'll stay confined to areas like Franklinton or Linden or the Hilltop. It's not coming to where I am. No, it's coming. And we have to get back to Belief in God, belief in the truth of God. As I said in the open, if you think that the crime in Columbus is going to stay in neighborhoods where you don't live and don't go. And by the way, I was in uh, a neighborhood last night that I normally would not go to, but I had a, an appointment that I needed to... Uh, help someone with a flooring situation, and so I went down into an area of town that I would not feel normally 
motivated to go to because bad things happen in this neighborhood from time to time. Uh, I was fortunate, but the whole time I was inside uh, these very nice people's homes, I was worried about the fact that, is my car going to get broken into? Is my car going to get broken into? You shouldn't have to worry about that, right? should not have to worry about that. But I was in a part of town where I thought, okay, this might happen. Sure hope it doesn't happen. Prayed, Lord, don't let anything bad happen to me here. And I made it out fine. You would not think if you lived in the Muirfield area, near where the Memorial Tournament is held, that you would worry about such things. And I'm sure over the weekend, a couple of people who were victimized in that neighborhood were not worrying about it either when they were accosted by a person who came up to them while they were taking things out of their car, probably a shopping trip, trip to the local grocery store, whatever, first victim, a woman, quarter to nine, Moore's Place North, that's the Muirfield, Heather Glen neighborhood, an unknown man wearing a hoodie, comes up, hit the woman, stole her purse, took off on foot. They searched the area, couldn't find the guy. A couple of days later, 8.30 p.m., right at dark, Arm Robbery, Werner Temple, and Wilcox Road. Same general area. Suspect punched the victim, brandished a firearm, took cash from the victim's wallet, left on foot. They found the guy? No, they have not found the guy. So, it's coming to Dublin. It's coming to Hilliard. It's coming to UA. It's coming everywhere, okay? Because when we don't cut crime off, when it happens in relatively low-level, seemingly harmless events, although it's extremely traumatizing to be robbed. I've, I've been robbed a couple times in my life, never at gunpoint, but I've had uh, cars I've owned broken into and things taken out of cars. You're violated, right? And it just throws you. It just throws you. Imagine these two poor people. Imagine if you're, I, I was, you know, as I said last night, I was down in an area of town. I saw young people out and about running, jogging, Girls alone, women alone. And I'm like, man, hope you get in before dark because it's just not safe to do this in this neighborhood. We shouldn't have to think that way. Safety should be the norm. Safety should be the norm. But it's not the norm. So all the more reason why I throw my support behind the uh, Verge We Summit, Hope City House of Prayer, tomorrow night, 7 p.m., 3330 El Paso Drive. Got some really good people who are going to be speaking. Uh, Mark Hampton, who has, this grew out of Mark's prayer time, uh, reflection time, and him really feeling a need like, hey, uh, too much crime in the black community in Columbus, no appreciable truth being preached brought into the lives of young people in Columbus. Mark Hampton doing something about it has marshaled his forces, and we will have Mark on the show tomorrow to talk about this and what he hopes to accomplish, the seeds that he hopes to plant on fertile soil that hopefully will grow into a movement. Don't underestimate the power of what God can do through obedient disciples. So at the very least, at the very least, if you... Don't have young people who need to be at an event like this. If you can't attend an event like this, you need to be praying for this event tomorrow night. And you don't need to know, like, what's it called again? God will know.
but pray for the success of this event and for the ministry of Mark Hampton as he ministers, truly ministers, to the young people in the city of Columbus. Okay. Yesterday I was uh, reading a site that I am a subscriber to, The Daily Wire, and all of a sudden the dysfunction and uh, fecklessness of our Ohio General Assembly started to make sense to me. We have in the state of Ohio a supermajority of Republicans in the Senate and in the House. A supermajority means that if your political party votes as a block, votes in unison, they can exert their will collectively upon the legislative body and upon the governor. If the governor's not going to go along with what you want done, you have enough people who were elected to enact an agenda that the voters want. And I often bring this to you in matters of education, but it doesn't have to be just education. It could be anything in the state of Ohio. But, of course, we don't get much done in the state of Ohio, in the General Assembly, because our Republican bloc is deeply divided. More Republicans want someone else to be the Speaker of the House than the Speaker of the House who is a Republican, except the Republican we have, Jason Stevens, owes his speakership to more Democrats who voted for him than Republicans. And I thought, well, aren't we a mess here in Ohio? Turns out, turns out this is extremely common throughout the United States. Right, I see Ron DeSantis on the news talking about what he got done in the state of Florida. Oh, you thought you'd hold a drag show at a hotel in Miami? Okay, guess what? We're going to take your liquor license away. Oh, Disney, you thought you'd cram your LGBTQ values down the throats of parents and others in your movies and stuff? Guess what? We'll take away your special tax dispensation for your district. And I watch that and I think, boy, during the midterms, I remember people talking about how DeSantis has expanded his power in the state of Florida, and he's got a supermajority, and he's getting things done, and I'm done, and I'm thinking, why can't we get things done like that? Well, of course, the difference is Ron DeSantis is a visionary governor. He's committed. Mike DeWine, how often do you go during a week as a citizen of the state of Ohio and never hear Mike DeWine's name, never see Mike DeWine out and about doing anything? What does he do? What does Mike DeWine do? I would like to know. What is the day in the life of Mike DeWine? We lampoon Joe Biden for hiding in the basement. What is Mike DeWine doing on a daily basis? Is he leading? Is he casting a vision? Is he calling Republican lawmakers to account? No, he's not. No, he's just like on a retirement tour after a life spent in politics. But in defense of Mike DeWine, he's not the only one. I will give you details next on the number of dominant Republican lawmakers in various states and show you that Ohio is not the only one to underachieve. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.